Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Serious Issues. It's been a while but I'm back. My name's Andrew Levins and I have two special guests with me today. You may know them as hosts and guests on their own podcast. I don't know if you guys are you're hosts, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they, they are the, the Mario boys. <laughs> uh, we've got Joel Dusha and Jackson Bailey from Stance Pants Radio's own uh, Plumbing the Death Star, Thumb Cramps, um, Jackson Bailey spooks America and how good's footy. <laughs> that's it. We also do baseless speculation. Yeah, that's true. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. That one too. Uh, yeah. Um, and I consider myself a guest on all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I find myself friend of the network. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good too. You're loaded but, full of the network. <laughs> yeah. um, you guys are, uh, you know, you have podcasts about playing video games and mm-hmm. watching movies and being terrible at uh, at pop culture guessing yeah. yep. um, and sports sometimes yep. and, and horror. Yep. Uh, but uh, one thing that you do a lot of that you don't really talk about much is comic books. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I, occasionally, uh, comic book knowledge will just come up on our various podcasts and people will be like, wow. And then we won't really address it and yeah. then it'll just move on. It's always very obvious from Zamet because it... it it sort of like sounds feels like falling into a black hole when he <laughs> starts talking about any Marvel anything. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm aging a million years in a second. Cool. Um, My head looks like Professor X now. <laughs> <laughs> My hair's falling out. Oh no. Um, but definitely, yeah. Each of us, we we're, we're all big comic book heads. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Jackson, what kind of comics do you tend to read? I I typically read horror comics. That's sort of the genre I love. Like anything from. Like, I don't know, what, what have I been reading recently? Something is Killing Children is one I'm reading at the moment. Yep. That's pretty good. It's, it's okay. It's not great. Uh, even like stuff like <laughs> Baby Teeth. I love anything by Mike Mignola and like the Hellboy series and the, the Baltimore series and all of that. But even like I love reading like old creepy and old um, eerie and stuff like those kind of like early horror comics from, you know, like um, way back in the day. They're, they're great as well. Milkman. That's a great oh, comic series. Very good fun. Love Milkman. So, yeah, pr- mostly horror comics and then occasionally superhero stuff, but not really that often. Disha, how about you? Yeah, so I don't read quite as much comics as Jackson because um, I like to read my comics uh, physically, which is, I understand, in the year 2021, <laughs> stupid of me. But <laughs> it just I, means you're slower, that's all. Yeah, slower and poorer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really, really like... and. 
This is going to be a very controversial opinion on this show. So straight off the bat, but um, not not this part. But we'll get to the second part that no. I think will uh, sit po- poorly with uh, the host of serious issues. Okay. But I read uh, so I read like a lot of like the image comics I know, which is like a really like boring answer. But I really like things like so like Love Saga. Mm. love killer be killed uh i really 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 like like why the last man which i understand is not a new series mm. um but recently i've really 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 found myself loving uh tom king's runs on things except some yeah bad examples of that like heroes in crisis sucks but a lot of people hated his batman but i think like the war and riddles and jokes was like the most enthralled i've been in a batman story since for as long as I can remember, basically. I've never read that, actually. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. <laughs> I've never read The War <laughs> of Rise and Jokes. Right, right. You know how I know you've read it? How? Because I bought it when we were on tour, and I gave it to you and Zamet, and you both read it. And Zamet really liked it, and you felt nothing. Well, uh, clearly. Yeah. Because I don't recall. It's I'd... the one with Kite Man's Origin uh, Yeah, no, it. I don't remember any of it. I know we... Kite Man's Origin because I can remember you telling it to me. Maybe I said I read it, but I hadn't. Maybe I lied to you. You took it off me. Yeah, well, maybe I just like <laughs> let it sit somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I ha- like recently, I would say in the, like, the last year or two, haven't been reading much stuff that's come out re- like in that period of time. Um, I recently bought Spider Man Life Story, but I haven't read it yet. But I know that I really like that. I really like Chip Zdarsky's uh, spectacular Spider Man run. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, most of my enjoyment comes from uh, reading comics that make reading comics that make me feel bad. Uh, usually published by Image. Yeah, fair, fair call. Mm. Um, Jackson, earlier when you said you like the comic Milkman, did mm. you mean Ice Cream Man? Yes, I absolutely did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's been bugging me for a while. <laughs> I absolutely did mean Ice Cream Man. And to be honest, not ev- not every uh, issue is, is great in it, but some are spectacular. I reckon. Yeah, um, it's a very fun and creative book. Yeah. Uh, um, so you, I know. So you, you like comics, but Jackson, I know you famously hate anime. I do. Um, I I don't like anime, and and every anime anybody's ever shown me has made me sick. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I like anime. God, even the ones pe- people are like, oh, you'll love this, Jackson. Watch Cowboy Bebop. I don't like it. Samurai Champloo. I don't like it. Space Dandy. I don't like it. Nothing. Nothing tickles my little dirty fancy. Except for but- Studio Ghibli films, which yeah. Jackson does really love. Hayao Miyazaki okay. gets a pass. Okay. So, so when people say, surely there's some stuff Jackson likes, he can't hate all anime, and Jackson says, nah, I hate all anime. Yeah. He doesn't hate all anime. He likes the sum of... Some. Yeah, of the Studio Ghibli stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, not yeah, definitely not all as well. You like what about um, the Count of Cagliostro, the the first movie that Miyazaki made? Have you watched that? No, <laughs> the Lupin, the Lupin movie. No, I haven't seen okay. it. Watch um, that, and then and then I'll, I, I then I can try and get you into the Lupin series. Uh, no, it's, about, uh, it's like a it's it's a crime dude. The, it's, he's he's it, a lovable thief. The premise will never sell me. Some of the premises people have suggested have been good. But when I watch it, I hate everyone and wish everyone would shut up. So, um, 
Well, because like, do you watch things in the English dub or do you watch them with English subtitles? Subs? Yeah. yeah. Are you imagining them to have really annoying voices when no. they read because you're reading them in I your own voice? I just don't like the way they talk. Yeah. <laughs> they all sound like me. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they all sound like this? Oh, uh, I'm Porco Rosso. I'm going to get in a plane. I like Porco Rosso. He's a pig in World War One. Um, somebody so, yeah, wants to Which made ones me... do you like? Because again, on I the like... same tour that we were talking about where uh, I bought this comic book that you definitely read. I don't know. <laughs> um, you also bought three DVDs. Yeah, I did. Hi, uh, Miyazaki films. I like uh, Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind, Laputa, Castle in the Sky. Um, Poco Rosso. Poco Rosso. Uh, I think those are the three, because you bought three DVDs. Yeah, I think they were the three. Wait. What? There's one more. <laughs> I wish that, like, that I, I can't remember that I also really liked, but it's it's Princess. Huh? Ponyo? No, I didn't really like Ponyo. Ponyo annoyed me. Yeah, Pr Princess Mononoke. Yeah, I like that yet. one too. It's gross. Okay. Yeah, um, um, but you bought three of those yeah. and then we went into a VR thing and, and then you put them down. No, you went into a change room somewhere. And yeah, and put I put them, them down. down and didn't pick them up again. Yeah. I lost them. And yeah, then I recovered damn. them. A fan uh, collected them for me like an angel. Oh, do you wow. have... I thought you lost them for No, 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 no. A fan was like, hey, I found them. Uh, it was the, the fan who showed us the VR room. Oh. They were like, here it is. I found it for you. And I was like, yes, I finally got them. But only what? like two of them and yeah. <laughs> you know whose podcast is this <laughs> what podcast is this uh, the reason I, I i bring up anime is that i, I was surprised jackson that you do read manga i uh, well uh, yes but some of it just like i only like hayao miyazaki the only uh person or manga that i like reading or the only manga artist or creator that i like reading is junji ito oh um, cool yeah so um Heaven so, and hell, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, I, I, I got obsessed. I, I, I suddenly realized there was a, a Junji Udo-sized hole missing in my life, and I had to fill it mm -hmm. with as many books as possible, and I bought all of his books in, like, a week, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> which is hilarious because I'd made... Very little money last year because there was <laughs> no DJ gigs yeah, that for most of it. is fair. Um, and uh, I've, I've read all of his books now. I've talked about them on countless episodes of this podcast and Hey Fam. And uh, while we may be interstate and one year um, away from each other, Dusha is doing the same thing I did last year right now and buying every Junji Ito book, it seems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I started buying them last year when you got into them because uh, uh, I'd heard about Uzumaki for ages. And I wanted to read it. Um, but then hearing you talk about it, I was like, oh, it like kind of, I was like, all right, that was like the pushing point. I bought it, uh, started reading it and immediately was like, oh, this is so good. Mm. Uh, so then I bought, and look, we're going to hit a point in this episode right now, in fact, where Whoa. I'm going to have to say words that I've only read uh, yeah, out yeah, loud. Yeah, yeah. People who listen to this podcast are very aware of how bad I am at doing that. So don't worry, you're in good company. <laughs> yeah. So uh, whilst I was reading Uzumaki, I was like, I love this. I need more. Uh, so I bought Gio. Gio. Gio? I always say Gio. Gio but yeah. I don't know. Um, and Tomi or Tommy. Mm. Yep. yep. Tomie. Tomie. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's, <gasps> when you read Japanese, you like you sound out the, 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 the syllables. Ah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so Tomi. No, Tomie. 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 Okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Tomie. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I bought those two whilst I was reading um, uh, Uzumaki. And then uh, No Longer Human was on sale at a similar time. So I got that as well. I then started reading Gyo, mm. uh like in our last lockdown. And 
immediately was like, oh my God, I love these stories so much. So then I started buying short story collections. Um, so I now also have Shiver, Lovesickness, and Shattered. Um, yep. Then I finished Geo. Geo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, and then started reading the two short stories at the end of that, which is the sad tale of Principal Post, classic, <laughs> and the uh, enigma of the Amigra uh, uh, Fault. Yeah, yeah. Amigra Fault. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and I was like, I need. Okay, mm. it turns out every story he writes, even the silly ones, rule. Yeah. So then I bought. Uh, is it Remino? Which yep, is I know. The, yep. Reviewed recently the, the his sci-fi one. Yeah, so I bought that, oh. and I also bought his Frankenstein, which is also another short story collection. Uh, Fragments of Horror, which is another of the short story collections, and whatever the other one. Uh, um, Venus, something. Ven- yeah, very recent one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and then also had to stop myself from pre-ordering because another Venus collect- in the blind spot. Yeah, Venus yeah, in the blind yeah. spot. So four of those are currently in the post for me, <laughs> yes. and. I had to just relax because he's got another book coming out in a couple of months. And I was like, oh, should I pre-order it? And I was like, no, you have so <laughs> many. You, you got to yeah. finish the books you have first. Christ almighty. Uh, and Tomie, which is not how I expected to say that word. Anyway, um, is really, really long. So like mm. I should You'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. I'll be fine yeah. for a while. But yeah, uh, Uzumaki, Gyo, uh, the sad tale of the principal post, and the enigma of Amagira. Am, am, mm. Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah, yes. Amagira uh, faults mm. were all so good. <laughs> I, yeah, so I wanted to, I want to talk about Uzumaki. I mean, first of all, Jackson, have you got a favorite of Ito's books that you've read? Uh, so yeah, I've read, and I don't remember. Unlike you guys, I don't remember really when I decided to read because it was a while <laughs> ago. Like I reckon it would have been like 2016. 2017 that I got into him. I think I read the the uh, Enigma of the Amagura Fault just online somewhere once, and I was like, "What is this?" Uh, like, I think somebody <laughs> the short story, yeah, kind of became a meme where like, in a big face, hole, yeah, in a cliff face, like there's like the, the side of a, a big rock, basically, is, is like the silhouettes of people's shapes start showing up, and apparently yeah. there is the perfect shape for every person on Earth somewhere. On the on the rock wall, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's it just something, some something g- crazy and stuff happens happened. to people, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I I need to find more of this, and I tracked down. And again, I don't remember where or how I read any of them, mm-hmm. but I definitely read Uzumaki, Gyo, and a couple of the short stories. I I think I liked Uzumaki the most, probably of the ones I've read. I haven't read um to to me Tomie, I haven't read Tomie, and I've read a couple of short story collections. Um. And I li- I really like all the short stories as well, but I think in terms of like uh, the longer sort of um sort of comics, probably Uzumaki's the, I mean, and Uzumaki's so varied as a story that it's yeah. kind of like a little, little horrible short stories sort of together anyway. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about Uzumaki. Um, originally uh, came out as a weekly series, um, in a manga manga magazine called Big Comic Spirits, um, in 1998 and 1999, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, has since been like compiled uh for in many different editions since I think we all got we all would have read the big chunky deluxe version yeah yep. I think so yeah which is a, a beautiful way to to read this book um, and it's about um, a town called uh, Kuruzocho, um which is a, a a city that has been plagued by a supernatural curse involving spirals 
Yeah. And so our protagonist just keeps seeing like weird behavior from the residents of her town and they're all influenced by spirals as spirals start appearing in town and making everyone do weird things. Um, and the first thing you see is like her father gets obsessed with like becoming like a snail and fitting inside a snail shell with spirals mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. And he ends up spiraling his body up so it can curl up inside this snail. Yeah. <laughs> snail it's shell. bad because that's like the first... Like, as the story progresses, you start, like, he becomes more and more obsessed with spirals. Mm. And he teaches, like, he figures out how to spiral his tongue first, I think. Oh, yeah, that's And that's, like, the first thing you see, and you're like, oh, no. (laughs) But then there's a double spread page reveal of him in this snail, in this, yeah, I I think it's a snail shell. Yeah. And it is just... Grotesque. Awful to look at. And it's it's truly a test, like, Junji Ito somehow manages to take such a... Not an innocuous idea, but like it's it is not a frightening concept. If you said like a man spirals himself up to fit in a snail shell, that just sounds like a stupid riff or like a silly thought or whatever. But somehow he manages to make it just the most horrifying thing ever. And I mean like that's I think what makes him such a good good creator or whatever. Like one I always think of is it's the short story, I forget what it's called, but about the guy in the chair, you know? Oh, the he, human chair. The human chair, he oh, becomes yeah. a chair. Yeah. And I don't know what's frightening about that story. I could not even begin to explain why the idea that the chair you're sitting on has a guy in it is scary, <laughs> but it's so, so upsetting. Um, and it's the same thing with Uzumaki. It's like, oh, a man spirals his tongue. You're like, oh, yeah. But then you see it and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Yeah, full, fully out of his mouth, like coiled yeah. around and around in mm. this impossible shape. Yeah, very uh, very. Uh, awful yeah i think jinji ito and this is something that like geo geo has a lot as well which is like an idea that if you're explaining to someone you're like this is just sounds silly yeah but then when you read it he's really good at like he'll let the idea be silly for a bit but then when he starts showing you like what's happening and the art style or like the slow reveals you're like oh no this is actually just making me feel like upset upset <laughs> and full of dread and it's cool but yeah. it's disgusting well i guess it's because he's like oh a man figures out how to spiral himself into a snail shell and you're like that's silly but if you really saw it it, <laughs> it wouldn't be silly yeah. <laughs> it, would, it would be horrible which it is in the in the comic yeah i think what's so successful about the book too is that the protagonist she never seems to lose her cool but mm. everyone around her um descends into madness as they become more and more obsessed with the spirals in the town and she loses everyone close to her yeah Yeah. for sure for sure and like another good pairing is like her boyfriend in it like he he's like from a similar perspective as her except he like he's not obsessed with spirals but he's like this town is cursed yeah so he starts like he kind of becomes like a recluse like it kind of eats at him in a different way and you're like, well, no, that's fair enough. That's he's also like, a We're reasonable all reaction. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, I've tried to leave, but it always just, I just get spiraled back to the town, basically. I, I think a thing as well, thinking about it now, is like, you know, people say that good horror, uh, and they're mostly talking about movies, but I think it applies to all kind of like stories. They're like, yeah. good horror is about like the unknown. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You don't, you don't show it or whatever. Yeah. You don't show the frightening thing. But Junji Ito somehow manages to completely like reverse that. Like yeah. I'm thinking about the fact that Uzumaki, from the perspective of the protagonist, it, it there's the descent into like, oh no, the town is in like serious trouble and we got to do something about it is so yeah. late in the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like not like my dad is a spiral and it's kicked off. It's like, my dad is a spiral. Well, time to go to high school. You know what I mean? Or like, 
it, ta- it takes a long time for it to become like a I, I, I don't know for it to like yeah kick it's onto the slowly like the way the progression of the book is like the dad dies from being a spiral mm. gets cremated the fire from the spiral comes uh, out for as a, the spot fire from the cremation comes place, out as a spiral comes out as a spiral and gets spiraled into like a lake and everyone's yeah. like hmm <laughs> that can't be good yeah that can't be good then yeah like the, the lake slowly, is eternally whirlpooling mm. yeah yeah. And then you slowly get like more like one at a time people start to die and then you get like uh cuz it's the boyfriend's dad that spirals first That's right. and then the protagonist's dad oh yeah makes clay pots mm. and uh he's been using the ash from the the cr- the the pond so like all of a sudden it's like twisted and has horrible spirals and then you realize that no that's actually people's faces mm-hmm. <laughs> And then from there, that's when it really uh, becomes like, oh, the whole town is fucked. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. It's great. And I think, like, what I love about... And what, what got me so hooked is that, like, there, there was this element of, like, I shouldn't be allowed to read this. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He deals with... And it's not, like, taboo images. It's just, like, like, really gross and unsettling. And, like, there's that shock value in his book that I know I'm going to see something that I've never seen before or read mm. a story from an angle that I've never thought about or even like considered yeah. as like something you could turn into a story before and there was that, that like that feeling like I don't know like when you were you know watching an, an, a, a, a late night movie on SBS when you were a kid like oh this is something that I shouldn't be allowed yeah. to be doing yeah yeah and There's also, that like, same thrill when I read Junji Ito's books. Somehow he manages to ramp up the unpleasantness on top of, like, you think that you're at the peak of how unpleasant it could get, and then mm-hmm. somehow he takes it in another direction. It's kind of like he'll give you unpleasant that becomes your normal baseline, yeah. and you're like, well, thank God this is as bad as it'll get. <laughs> and you can see that in Gyo, where it's like horrible shark creatures yeah. on mechanical gas-powered you know, contraptions or whatever, yeah. and you're like, wow, this is horrible. Uh, I, yeah, the world's invaded by fish. And then you're like, oh, okay, no, it, it got so much It's on worse. people now, yeah, and yeah. now it's not funny anymore. It's yeah. taken the next... And like I think in Uzumaki, where like her little brother, I think it's her little brother, becomes a snail. Yeah, and you're like, this is horrible. This is real bad body horror. And then people are like, we want to eat that snail. And you're yeah. like, oh okay, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, didn't think it could get worse, but it did. Cool. And yeah, like uh, even like he like Junji Ito's writing also just throws other stuff into it about like curses and fate. And mm-hmm. even like Gyo has like that part of. So this is in the like back half of the book. So I look I. Spoilers. It is spoilers, I guess. But when the gas that is powering the machinery in Gyo is put into people, it just like people are just expelling gas constantly. Mm, like but bloated then, and expelling yeah, gas. Yeah. But then like there's a circus and they've given everyone that's bloated and just expelling gas instruments and it plays a tune. And yeah. It's like, why does the gas have a song? Yeah, and you're yeah. like, hmm, that's filled me with more dread than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, Gyo yeah, is like one of my like least favorite Jinji Udo books, but it's still endlessly entertaining. Oh, yeah, yeah, See, for sure. For me, I thought that at first I was like, oh, okay, like whatever. But then like pretty much the moment, because like the girlfriend at the start, like the relationship that the book starts, like the foundations of it sucks. Yeah. Because the boyfriend sucks. Girlfriend sucks, but like, cause like, but then 
as it slowly goes on, and because the girlfriend is constantly complaining about the smell. Yeah. And then when he realizes what the smell is, and then, like, when she gets infected with the gas, and, like, the worst thing for her is the smell, and now she's making the smell. Mm. And then you get, like, the suicide. It's just all... And I was like... It just, like, slowly built on me. I was like, this was fun, and now it is not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's just, like, a lot going on. And, like, some of the drawings in that are truly horrific because the <laughs> machinery the mechanical legs um are pipes like mm. use pipes to suck the gas out of fish and when you see it on fish it's just going into their mouth and you're really thinking about it mm. but when you see it on people they're naked and one is going into the anus mm -hmm. as well yeah it's grim it's grim it's grim yeah really he doesn't really bad. like do like that kind of level of disgusting in any of these any no books. most yeah. of yeah. just does like weird unsettling body horror stuff like but he yeah. does, there is one short story he did all about grease and pimples mm. oh yes. oh, no, yeah the guy so pushing his face and so just, upsetting <laughs> i think that's just called it was called something but i think in those short story collections it's been retitled to greased yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um but uh yeah, for the most part, like what I love the most is like, yeah, like this, like that super unsettling, that sense of dread you have as mm. you see things getting worse and worse and the characters that you thought were sane losing their sanity. Yeah, yeah. for um, sure. Yeah. And then the sort of ultimate, what's cool about Uzumaki, I think, is the sort of like, the resolution is still kind of unknowable. It's like, <laughs> it's it reaches its conclusion and it's, it's upsetting and it is a conclusion, but it's not like a nothing is wrapped up. Nothing is really, even though it's a conclusion, nothing's really concluded. And I, I really like that about Uzumaki. You're just like, well, why did that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think you, you would love Remina. Yeah. Um, Remina is um, uh, a scientist discovers, or an astrologist discovers a planet, a new planet. Um, and he names it after his daughter, Remina. And Remina instantly becomes um, very famous and like a celebrity. But then they discover that, that um, the planet Remina is uh, rapidly heading towards Earth, consuming everything that goes past on its way, including planets and stars. And oh. so as uh, the people realize that this planet-eating planet is coming towards Earth, they think if they kill the, the person Remina, then the... The, the planet, um, the will, planet will, 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 will be destroyed too. And so it's like this crazy, like, like yeah, like slasher horror kind of vibe as the entire world oh, tries to kill one girl <laughs> while a, a, a planet with a face makes its way towards... <laughs> it's just... It's so good. It's, oh, it's wow. just an excellent concept. And uh, yeah, I think a similar feeling in terms of ending where you're yeah. like, well, I guess that's the end of this insane <laughs> story. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Like, almost everything that I've read... Because, yeah, I haven't read heaps by Junji Ito yet, but almost everything I've read does have a conclusion like that where I'm like, well, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that I guess that was ho a horrible thing that happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, um, what's the one... It's it's, it's one of the... It's, it's, like, one of the least kind of unpleasant ones, but for some reason always unsettles me so much, where it's about a, um... Like, a sea monster washes up on shore somewhere, and they're like, what is this creature? Like, it's like a dinosaur from the, like prehistoric times but must have survived underwater that's crazy and then they're like we can hear it's it's writhing it must still be alive and then they cut it open and it's full of everyone who ever drowned who's been just alive being digested very slowly over <laughs> thousands of years and it also might be hell and everyone's like yeah this is bad and then it happens <laughs> and it's the same thing you're just like yeah that sucked um <laughs> All right. I'm going to read it again, Move though. It on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's evocative, certainly. Yeah. I think the one I just want to talk about now, and this is definitely 
I mean, I was having a quick look at like rankings of stuff like yeah. this, and this is one that Junji Ito fans, I wouldn't say they loathe, but they definitely don't like because yeah. they think it's way too stupid. And I agree, <laughs> but I think it's very fun and silly, and it's four pages long. Yeah, uh, which is the sad tale of the principal post, which is a family have moved into a new house. You get all of this just in the first like three panels. A family yeah. have moved into a new house. They've finished building the house. Mm -hmm. They've had their friends over for dinner. And then all of a sudden they hear screaming from downstairs and it's the dad. And he's like, guys, come help. Ah, I'm stuck. Mm. And they go downstairs and the dad is trapped under the principal post of the house, which is just a big wooden beam that holds the house up basically. And he's like, ah, I'm being crushed to death. I'm dying. And they're like, how did you get, what happened? And he's like, I have no time to explain. <laughs> and then they're like, we should, well, quick, we'll get you out. He's like, no, it's too late for me. And the house support is on me now. Just yeah. leave me here to die. <laughs> and then he dies. And then the last panel is just like, and his skeleton's still under the house to this day. <laughs> 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 it's uh, so funny and it's, it's funny because that it's so like disliked because it kind of distills everything about Junji Ito <laughs> yeah. into like four four pages it's like baffling thing we can't understand pretty unpleasant and it's that's just how it was <laughs> <laughs> the end the end yeah there, there's a yeah. lot of humor in his writing as well like, yeah definitely like, as much as I you know we've, we've harped on about how like how unpleasant and how much dread you have while reading they're also like wildly entertaining and very they're funny. fun yeah. yeah very fun too great books well i'm looking forward to you reading uh, all of them frankenstein is a personal favorite of both mine and siobhan's uh dusha mm -hmm. oh um, sick you'd love that too um jackson it's like i keep uh, that's because uh, i remember when that, seeing that when that came out and like really meaning to get to, to to give it a read so it's just definitely the best adaptation of frankenstein that i've ever encountered <laughs> that's um, a big, big call yeah if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I want to quickly talk about some other things that I've been reading uh, that uh, I can get your gauge on whether you think you would like them. Um, all right. I, I am now on the final um, and still being written volume of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> oh, that's oh, huge. Yeah. By Hirohiko Araki. Um, so this is the part eight uh, Jojo oh, yeah. Lion. So I've now read um, Phantom Blood, Battle Tendency, Stardust Crusaders, Diamond is Unbreakable, Golden Wind, Stone Ocean, Steel Ball Run, and now I'm on Jojo Lion. And like reading Junji Ito, when you think you know everything that this writer is capable of doing within his very, you know, like his template of how he writes a story. Yeah. Um, this, you know, this this series has been going on for over a, hundred, a thousand chapters. I thought um, you were about to say a hundred years. Yeah, I was like, that too, cannot be true. <laughs> it did start in 1987. Yeah. Uh, and it's still going today with like, yeah, every time it's, every volume is different characters, but nods to previous series and similar kind of power concepts. rules. Uh, concepts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about like everyone has like a stand, which is like the, what they call their power set. And some stands are very useful. Others are, are ridiculously unuseful, um, yeah. but they all tell their part in this, in these crazy stories. And um, I've, apparently, in one of in in one of the chapters in JoJo Lion, I'm like it's towards the end of where where they're up to now. But yeah. uh, this a stand gives a TED talk, which <laughs> which runs across multiple chapters. That's so, so funny. That's, that's something I'm very much looking forward to. Um, right. But yeah, I, I I know Steel Ball Run was uh like is kind of renowned as like the favorite um volume uh by yeah. Mans, and it is one that takes place in uh, the 1800s, and it is a um, a cowboy race uh, on, yeah. horseback, oh. on horseback uh, from one side of America to the other. Um, that rules. Yeah, Jackson, I think you would really love it. People um, tell me. People tell me I'd love JoJo Bizarre, JoJo's uh, Bizarre Adventure, but I've been, I've been just been burned so many times. But I mean, maybe re- I should try read it. it. Read it first. I I've, I yeah. find like even as like yeah, I I've come to enjoy the way stories are told through anime, but I definitely prefer them in in manga form in manga first. form. Yeah, especially if they you know if if they're based on the manga, I, I want to read the manga first. Well, yeah. For are sure. you going to read? Uh, sorry, you're going to watch Jackson, uh, the Uzumaki uh, Adult Swim? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, I'm not going to seek it out, but... So, no. no. Did you see the update they announced? So, the, the, the Adult Swim, uh, it's actually being made in Japan. Adult Swim is funding it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, are making a, an Uzumaki adaptation. There have been um, anime adaptations of Junji Ito before, and the most recent one is just, like, really, really boring and dull and just shitty. That um, sucks. That's yeah, it, it, totally it seems hard the... to make something like a Junji Ito story boring. But is that yeah. the Junji Ito? Col- I think it's just called Junji Ito Collection. Yeah, and is it's just the them series? adapting various short stories. Mm. Um, it's really lifeless. Um, it's the opposite oh, of what you sucks. get from reading one of his stories. But That's, yeah, what a shame. Um, the animator, the director of um, of the Uzumaki adaptation, gave an update recently. Yeah, it was just like a big apology. Like, I'm really sorry. Like, you know, COVID has made this take so much longer. And like yeah. it's like three minutes. It's like, but don't worry, I'm going to show you um, something that we've been working on. And then it shows maybe five seconds 
<laughs> and he's like, that's it. That's what we got. <laughs> uh, highly recommend watching that. Fun. Very funny. <laughs> uh, is that the clip? Is that like the clip that released is kind of the trailer where it's literally like the very, 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 very start of the book where it's the protagonist like walking. Yes. To school yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. That's so yeah. funny. It gives you an idea that the animation is going to be cool. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's going to be black and white too, right? Yeah. 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 Which is great. Very great. Um, yeah, so JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, I, I, I love it. It's, it's one that I like. I was always like, one day I'm going to read all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And uh, now I almost have. <laughs> um, so, yeah, once, once I finish, uh, I think I've got like 50 more chapters of JoJo Lion. I'll be there. Jesus. Um, <laughs> you're, you're reading this online, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can read official translations, um, either buy them from through Viz. Mm. Um, or like, like like they're available at King's Comics, for example. But uh, you can also read them um, officially translated on the uh, Shonen Jump app, which is like two oh, bucks, yeah. two bucks a month if you have an iPad. Honestly, it's just, you just have it on your on your iPad because it's such a mm. great way to read these very long form fun stories. And you can read the first four volumes, which is like five hundred chapters of manga. Jesus, um, maybe a little less than that. Um, for like yeah, two bucks a month, you could just burn through them. That's a couple of months of your life uh, improved yeah, yeah. with the power of JoJo. Um, but then everything <laughs> since then, um, like Golden Wind, which is the fourth, fifth volume, they've only just announced the anime adaptation of that, and they mm-hmm. tend to release the manga volumes. Like that story was written; it started in 1995, finished before G- 2000 wow. even hit, um, and they they haven't uh, they haven't properly like officially translated it yet. So you have to read unofficial translations <laughs> if you want to read past that point. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the dodgy and reading illegal translations, but only because I want to read the entire thing, baby. Yeah, yeah. And it's the only that's way That's crazy that Steel Ball Run is so well regarded. Well, yeah, but hasn't has only been ex- out for such a short period of time, but also hasn't even existed long enough that there's like an official translation for it yet. That's well, I mean, no, most, most, I mean, Junji Ito is not a good example because most of his things get um, translated, translated many years after the fact. But like One Piece, yeah. for example, gets translated two days after it comes out in Japan every week. Jesus. <laughs> Um, yeah, wow. So, yeah, I think like I don't know what, why they drag their feet so much with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but it is something they've only just started to, um, to properly translate in the last yeah. five years or something. Well, I've been Crazy. burnt from um, like official translations and rights issues and stuff like that, causing huge delays. Like just through being like very into Evangelion mm. and yep. like the third rebuild film took I think four years to get officially like just just official subtitles um so like i watched the the first time i watched it it was just because like i didn't want to well i'm glad i didn't wait because it was a lifetime ago (laughs) but um yeah i watched that with like unofficial subs i think just because yeah 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 you had no choice yeah yeah yeah, i mean we'll probably have to wait a similar amount of time for the fourth one it's come out in japan and there's no sign of home release or, or, or translation it's weird. Yeah. I feel like that would do really well if they released it in cinemas here. Uh, yeah. Well, I thought, and I was really, 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 really excited uh, after the Demon Slayer film just like killed it in Australian cinemas because I was like, sweet, it's in Japanese. They're playing it with subtitles. Uh, the Evangelion film's coming out later this year. Yeah. They'll just do the same thing. I might have to wait six months if that. This is going to be sick. I can't believe I'm going to get to see it in cinemas. That does not look like it's going to happen <laughs> no, at all. No. Uh, not even close to it. Uh, so, yeah, real bummer. Huge, huge bummer. Just big shame. The yeah. Detective and Conan the anime the came film- out at cinemas, though. Are you going to see that? <laughs> Detective Conan, <laughs> dude. <dude-sha. laughs> 
Yeah, you're right, <laughs> Detective Conan. You're about to have fine replacement, <laughs> right? That'll satiate you. <sighs> it also sucks because, like, this is the last Evangelion thing, and like, there will a hundred percent just be spoilers everywhere soon. Yeah. And I really don't want to have this wrecked for me. I've been waiting so long. Like, and I haven't even been waiting as long as most people because, like, I got into Evangelion right at the end of high school. Yeah. So it's only been, like, 11... Like, by the time I see it, it'll only been of, like, 11 or 12 years. Where some people, it's like, yeah, I watched the anime in 95. Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead of old age now. (laughs) I did watch the anime in 1995, but I thought it was too weird, so I only watched one episode and stopped. <laughs> yeah, I have a really weird, fragmented memory of flicking, like channel surfing and catching a bit of the end of Evangelion film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when, yeah, probably in the late 90s, when it would have, or early 2000s, whenever SBS would have aired it. And I remember watching like five minutes and being like, What's Whoa, happening? crazy <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I think they aired the series like 96 or 97. And I was, yeah, like back then I was like like, what, like 11 or 12. And like Jackson, yeah. I, I was like any anime just seemed, especially because of the trend. It was mainly the voices. I loved the animation, but I just hated the, yeah. the, um, the dub. And so I just didn't give it a chance. Yeah. 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 Um, I just remember like seeing that and then like, because like Toonami also started to exist a little bit later on, but around the same time. Mm. So like seeing all of a sudden seeing like adults oriented, well, not even adult oriented anime, but like stuff that was like way more hectic than like the Pokemon or the Dragon yeah, Ball yeah, that yeah. I had right. already seen and being like, whoa, <laughs> I didn't know they could do this. Yes. <laughs> well, one of those yeah, uh, like, adult anime, uh, uh, adult aimed anime that I'm sure was uh, in the mix back then was uh, a little franchise called Berserk, right? Was it yeah, on, the ra- on the radar? Yeah, big time. The theme song, yeah. Tell yeah. me why. One of the great anime opening theme songs of all time. <laughs> so I started reading Berserk um, at the end of last year, or maybe the beginning of this year. Um, I got uh, a couple of volumes from uh, my friend and sometimes co-host of this podcast, Connor. Um, and they sent me um, a bunch of uh, like the the kind of soft soft cover volumes. And I read the first yep. six and I said, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Now I don't need to read the re- the other 34. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so I I started buying um, the little ones. And then um, uh, I very kindly was sent um, the deluxe editions of Ooh. Berserk, which are enormous hardcover oh, holy tomes. Holy shit. Um, wow. And each, I- each deluxe edition of Berserk um, collects three volumes of this uh, fantastic, uh, you know, sword and sorcery and and demons and like basically if if you like dark souls you have berserk to thank for it yeah um i i i knew it was some again like jojo i was like one day i need to read all of berserk i know i know everyone shut up i'll do it yeah yeah and i started doing it um and uh, look this is the first episode of serious issues that we've recorded since uh the uh the manga car behind berserk kentaro miura Mm. um he he he'd passed away um at the was it the start of june yeah end of may at some point Quite recently, um, and uh, leaving this, you know, magnum opus of his career unfinished. Um, So I think for the first time, I'm not going to burn through the entirety of someone's life work and catch up and then be like, yeah. It was (laughs) Um, good or it was bad. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I've, uh, 
I'm 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 reading. I'm, I'm obviously as soon as I finish JoJo, I'm going to reread the first um, uh, two deluxe editions. The, the, so that that collects one to six. Yep. Yeah, and then um, I'll, I'll I'll make my way through the seven deluxe editions that have come out so far. Um, so that'll get me up to volume twenty-one of forty. And then I guess every every three months or four months there'll be a new volume out. I know the next the volume eight comes out in August. And uh, yeah. so I'll I'll start reading Berserk three volumes at a time, and then wait for it to uh, <laughs> to, to patiently for for each volume to be released, and and really take in this sto- this incredible story, um, and and be sad about it every time a book ends. That like you know that this, yeah this for sure, artist and writer is 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 no longer with us, but you know honoring yeah. the work as it should be honored. Um, I yeah, don't know if you've sure. had much experience with this story, but like the. The soft cover books are like you know they're they're, they're great they're like little little pulp novels yeah but, oh, yeah um and I love the artwork on the front cover and I, I probably will collect all of those too because I'm an idiot <laughs> but the uh, the deluxe editions are these like le- leather bound like enormous bibles yeah. <laughs> um and the artwork is is you know more than double the size of the soft cover editions and his artwork is incredible like the pencil work on his drawings is just unbeatable yeah so i, I really think this is just like the way to enjoy berserk and uh it's something i'll be doing over the next year and, and you know and, and years after that too until i finally release the final deluxe edition and then hopefully the mega deluxe edition after that where they collect it all in one <sighs> Um, How big will that book one, be? Oh yeah. my god! And then, and then I'll crush myself with it, and that will be how I go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I can't recommend the um, the Dark Horse published Berserk Deluxe Editions enough. They're beautiful, and uh, I'm very very thankful to Penguin for sending some through to me. Yeah, that's sick. I um, because when weirdly enough, last time I went into a bookstore to get, um, it would have been Junji Ito books. Yeah, uh, I also saw that deluxe edition of the first volume of berserk and i was like oh i think i was there i think i remember you being like do i get this do i go for it yeah and i was like i probably should you know experience it a little bit before i drop like 130 dollars on a collection yeah um, it should be it should be 80 like the rip is is 80 for the deluxe edition but you should mm. be able to find it for cheaper. If you you get ripped off. Yeah, maybe. I'm glad I didn't buy it then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I've seen bits of the anime and yeah, like the 90s one especially is very up my alley. So I should really read it. Yeah. Yeah, the more recent one is apparently shocking. So stay away from that one. That's a bummer. Okay. Um, <laughs> Will do. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah, because they originally tried to, they were originally going to make like a collection, like do the entire anime run and then they released three films and then a series after that and everyone was like meh yeah <laughs> but then the 90s one is just a collection of one arc I think yeah the like the when he was younger Guts was younger yeah Man, it's great shit it's like it's such good designs and like this the story is just very very compelling uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a treasure um, so speaking of anime adaptations yeah um, just Hell before yeah. we recorded um, I had you both watch the uh, the new trailer <laughs> for one of my favorite manga <laughs> yeah. from last year, Chainsaw Man, which is uh, recently announced. Um, the studio doing it, uh, Mappa, who have recently done Jujutsu Kaisen and Yasuke, um, and this is uh, yeah the, their next big project is Chainsaw Man. Um, have you heard of this manga before? I Never in my this? life. Okay, right. Never in my life. So yeah, it was uh, written and illustrated by someone called Tatsuki Fujimoto, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, it starts out as like you know like this this uh dumbass character um who like 
dies and then is resurrected and all he wants to do is like see boobs he has like a yeah, very, very, yeah. classic <laughs> very very like simple desires uh denji mm. is his name but then it it, vo- it evolves to such an insane crushing story because in within denji is the uh, is a chainsaw demon and so uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. he uh yeah, he cool. basically uh, his entire head and arms turn into chainsaws and he can uh <laughs> rip rip through people um but there's many other people who have devils within them and it's basically yep. like it's like on one hand it's like a classic fight manga but then there's also it explores you know what makes denji tick what what are the things he desires in the world and why does he desire them and why is it so unfair that he can't have them um, it's a very <laughs> unique and amazing, um, amazingly illustrated uh, manga, and so I was very hesitant to like, oh shit, like you know how how faithful how they gonna a, yeah could an anime be, and my god, that is a visceral and fantastic looking <laughs> trailer for this anime. Uh, it was Jackson, intense. The, uh, yeah. the, the the big question is though, would would you ever watch even one single second of Chainsaw Man? If you had no no. <laughs> I, 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 hey, I, I like that he's got a chainsaw for a head and chainsaw arms, but still, nothing about it appeals to me. I don't. I'm. I. I wish. I wish, Levens, that I could be like you. Found it. You found the the Goldilocks anime that is just right for me. But I. I just. You know. What was I the last couldn't. like? Just the last piece of media you consumed, though. Fast nine. The, the last. last piece of media yeah last night i reread i was just looking because i couldn't remember the artist i was just looking it up i reread the comic rat god by uh, richard corbin do you know rat god i know richard corbin i don't know rat god yeah rat god's a, a strange little uh ri- imagine so you know like every lovecraftian story is like go- guy goes to a small town uh the strangers are acting strangely oh and they're worshiping some strange ancient god yeah Imagine that, but the gods are rat, yeah, and everyone's becoming like a rat, and it's kind of gross and visceral as well. <laughs> but I always find that Richard Corbin, whereas Junji Ito's gross strangeness is kind of not wholesome is the wrong word, yeah, but it's it's like it's got There's a kind of to it. Yeah, they're kind of in a shocking, <laughs> baffling way that I could not explain. There almost is. Well, Junji Ito's stuff. I think one thing that kind of separates it from like um, just like really hectic, violent, mm. like tortury kind of I guess horror is the fact that the way that Junji Ito writes his characters, it feels like he cares about them. He's sort of just like, yeah, this is a character they're fully fleshed out, and I'm very sorry, but they have to become a spiral. <laughs> exactly. But uh, Richard Corbin, I always find draws horrible things and that all have pervert energy. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Something about his art style seems like he's getting off on it. I don't know. I can't explain that either. Does the rat god have like a huge paradox or something? No, it's not ever super sexualized. Sometimes it is, but not always. But there's just something about how puffy his characters are. I don't know. (laughs) That's sick. I still love Rat God. I think it's great. And he wrote another recent upsetting but really good one called castle something something but yeah so rat god was the last piece of media yeah, I okay. uh what about the last thing you just watched tv movie just a visual medium that would have been that fungus movie no nah, i watched uh murder on the orient express with my family <laughs> <laughs> the one with kenneth Branagh. yeah i know the one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what have you learned anything from yeah this? I what, what are you hoping to get out of this <laughs> what was the, I was what just was like, the plan what, I yeah, think what the was the example here? here was just going to be like look you think jackson wants one thing but like 
He just wants to watch murder mysteries and learn about a rat god. <laughs> and anime is never going to make him do any of those things. Lupin kind of has murder mysteries in it. I'll get you one day, Jackson. <laughs> You'll get me one day. You, I'm your, your white whale. I want to uh, I want to do a Sans Pants podcast where every every episode I, I get you to watch one episode of anime and you let me know at what point was the part where you wanted where you wished you were doing literally anything else. I think at one point uh, a former friend of mine made me watch a is it known as a mo anime where it's just people talking. About I don't know. I don't know. I'm nothing. not a massive anime head either, but like, yeah, it's- <laughs> it was it, it was just like some schoolgirls discussing fruit or something for somehow was it half fruit's an basket? hour. I don't know. I just know it <laughs> broke something fundamental in me. That's great. At that point, something snapped, and I can never. I just. The hurdle got bigger that day. <laughs> well, no. thank you so much uh, for for trying to jump over a hurdle for me today, Jackson. And I'm, thanks for I'm joining doing me, Dusha. No worries. Um, if you want to hear these two on many podcasts, we said them at the beginning of the episode, but say them again. Plumbing the All Death right. Star, Baseless Speculation, um, Thumb Cramps, Jackson Bailey Spooks America, um, Jackson Bailey Bailey Family Circus, How oh Good my God. Footy. Um, is that it? <laughs> I think that's, that's everyone. Yeah, that's, I think so, yeah. We're, did it. Look. Yeah, there's too many. I won there's... Sans Pants. Um, <laughs> you did, but in particular, you should check out Plumbing the Death Star because you guys are doing a spin-off series where you go through every one of the Marvel What If um, comic books. Yeah, so mm. uh, we have a look. If you haven't heard of us, this is going to sound like a very expensive tier, but I yeah. promise you that there is so much other stuff there. Yeah, but uh. Rather than having a, a Patreon for Plumbing the Death Star or something like that, we've got Sans Pants Plus, which has three tiers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted to do something special for our top tier uh, on Sans Pants Plus. So we've started doing Plumbing the Death Star What If, yeah. which is we basically take the uh, What If situation proposed by Marvel yeah, in, in 1977 with their What If line of comic books. Yep. Uh, and we, we, I think our sort of... Our feeling is that they failed to answer those questions sufficiently, yeah. but that the the uh, most appropriate people in the world, well, we hadn't been born yet, you yeah, know, yeah. and uh, now we three, Plumbing the Death Star, me, Dusha, and Zamet, mm-hmm. um, we're, we're the people to answer these questions, like, what if, what was the first one? What if Spider-Man had been with the Fantastic Four? Yeah, That's what right. if Spider-Man That's joined the Fantastic Four? Yeah. Um, but, like... We le- so not only is it a regular plumbing the Death Star kind of vibe, we also, as we progress, have to learn more and more about comics to the point where I now know so much about the Invaders, yeah, uh, World War Two team that is, I guess, kind of like a prototype of the Avengers. It includes like Captain America, Namor, Bucky Barnes, Human mm-hmm. Torch, Namor, Human Torch, the original Human Torch, yeah, and so his, the android, his uh, human sidekick Toro, yes, um, <laughs> uh, we've got Wizard, mm-hmm. and I think. Oh, and um, Captain, not Captain, Captain Britain. No, Captain. Was it Captain Britain? Britain? No, so. Union Jack. Union Jack. Excuse me. Uh, but Union Jack's too old, so it ends up being Union Jack two and his sister, who I forget the name of. Anyway, mm. do you know in, it's Marvel canon, and you will learn this in what if uh, episodes <laughs> in the future. But I will just share it because this yeah. is a serious it's, it's, issue. It's it's true. Yeah, in the Marvel comics canon, in World War Two. Uh, Hitler is in the bunker with a gun to his temple, about to kill himself. Eva Braun has already done the deed and is lying dead behind him. Uh, he's like, I refuse to surrender to Russia. I'm going to shoot myself. And he also says, when I die, burn my body so mm. that I cannot be desecrated. Then 
the human, t- uh, the original Human Torch, Human Torch, who is an android, not mm. a human, yeah. Human Torch, yeah, <laughs> uh, and Toro mm. burst into the bunker and say, "Don't kill yourself, Hitler. Don't surrender to Russia. Surrender to us, the Americans." And Hitler turns his gun to them and fires at them instead. And then the Human Torch and Toro says, "Well, then die." Basically, <laughs> they just burn Hitler to death. A lo- burn Hitler alive to death. <laughs> they say, "Don't kill yourself." Surrender to America. He says no. They say, well, then burn in hell. <laughs> it's the great, and that's Marvel canon. That's great. When that's, that's not even part of the what if. That's, that's just, that's just a thing canon. we learn. It's crazy. Well, Human it's Torch then moves to the desert and um, shuts down, only to be reawoken by an atom bomb test. And then he's overpowered, and then he dies later on. Sad. It's uh, it's yeah, it's a, it's a lot to take in. Every single thing to do with invaders is the craziest thing that comic books have ever done. Yeah, and you can explore that with us in the future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you can hear that at so Sans Pants Plus, right? Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, first it episode is going to drop very soon, I think. Yeah, yeah, it might not be out by by the time this comes out, but it will be coming out very soon. Yeah, oh, this could awesome. actually be the first time we've spoken about it publicly. Yeah. Huge. Damn. Massive. I'm, I'm going to get arrested. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for being I'm on the show. I'm going to go read some uh, manga. Yeah, please do. Um, if you want to catch, catch us uh, online, and, um, you can. Facebook.com slash group slash Serious Podcast is our Facebook group. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Serious Podcast. If you're already in Sandspants, there is a Serious Issues channel that you can uh, sound off in if you like. And uh, you can catch mm. me on my other podcasts, Hey Fam, and all the small games as well. Plus this week's episode of Thumb Cramps. Yeah, that's true. That's it. Go in the uh, the, the Serious Issues uh, Discord channel and, and list the animes you think I would like. And I will tell you, no. (laughs) Sounds like a great waste of time. Thanks so much, everybody. See you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.